Welcome to Defeat PPD, where we empower women to overcome anxiety and depression and motherhood without medication. I'm Arielle Wozniak, and I'm a maternal mental wellness coach, and I will be leading you through this journey. Welcome to episode number 15 of Defeat PPD. I'm your host, Ariel Wozniak. And as promised, this is part two of the Identity and Purpose series. And today's question is, why am I here? I know this is a question that a lot of us ask at different parts of our life. Um, A lot of times this may come early in life or earlier in life. If you are in like kindergarten and they'll ask you, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you're already starting to think of why you were created and what your purpose is here. Why am I on this earth? What am I going to do to make this place a better place? How can I contribute? What are my giftings? You start to think about that really early in life, or at least most of us do. And then that question will come again sometime throughout your elementary school career, then middle school, high school will come and you'll graduate from 12th grade and they'll ask if you're going to college or what you're going to college for, what do you want to become? And all these things start to seem so real and so attainable because now you've gotten through these 12 years of schooling or 13 if you're counting kindergarten, Um, you've gotten through all these years of schooling and you're ready to go. So you go off to college and you have this big idea of what you want to become and these big dreams. And for a lot of us, college is like that make or break because it's hard. It's harder than what we've experienced throughout the rest of our our career as far as schooling goes. And so I just want to do my best to talk to you today about your purpose, discovering your purpose and discovering why you were created what you're put on this earth to do, and actually going a little bit deeper than probably what we've been doing in our educational career. And when people have asked us, uh, what are we going to do or what do we want to become and all these things. So we're going a little bit deeper than that today. So I want to start just by sharing a little bit of my story. Um, I feel like it's always helpful to let you see that I'm coming from the same place that you're coming from. So from as far back as I can remember, um, which to me is like kindergarten, (laughs) Um, I had decided what I wanted to do with my life. So I wanted to become a doctor and that was just kind of my plan. I knew it for sure. I remember in kindergarten, they had us draw what we're going to be when we grow up. And I had drawn myself um, as a doctor, white lab coat, stethoscope. um, And I feel like there was a baby in the picture. I don't know if I was thinking that I was going to be like some pediatrician or something, but that was my vision for my life. That was what I was going to do. And so sometime between high school and college, um, I had gone through quite a few different types of classes, um, chemistry classes, sciences, all those things. Um, I actually went on a field trip sometime in high school where we went to like a, some medical facility where we got to see like different body parts, like eyeballs and all these different things that to most people are probably gross, but I was just totally fascinated. And I was like, 
I'm going to be a plastic surgeon. Don't know why I decided it, but I was just like fascinated by that world. Um, And then there was a little bit of wanting to help people in there as well, but it was just like so amazing to me. And so that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a plastic surgeon. I knew exactly what I wanted to do and who I wanted to become. So I get into high, I'm sorry, to college. I actually got a scholarship, a medical scholarship uh, to go as a pre-med student at a a college, a private college in uh, Connecticut. And so fast forward to my second semester, my freshman year in college, and I gave up on being a doctor. It was just too tough, too much work. I couldn't do it. My brain wasn't meant for it. I remember going through um, an anatomy and physiology class, which if you've studied like any nursing or sciences and stuff, you've probably went through this class as well. But on the very first day of class, he had us look to our right and to our left. And this is like an auditorium seating kind of lecture hall. So when you think of like the movies where you see college, like this was what it was. There were literally 100 plus students in this class. He has us look to either side and he says, one of you will not be here at the end of the semester. You'll either drop out, you'll fail, whatever it is, you won't be here. You won't stick it out. And to me, I took that as, no, I'm going to be the one who sticks it out. I will be here at the end of the semester. But when the going got tough, I got out. I was just like, this is too much. I can't handle it. So I'm giving up on that dream. So the question came to me then, like, now what do I do? I had spent the past 10 plus years convinced of what I'd be. And now that was all gone. I was no longer aspiring to be a doctor, no longer aspiring to be a plastic surgeon. It was just too much. So the following year, I decided to switch to communications and marketing and decided to double up on classes so that I can graduate on time. And so the thing is about this is that I I chose communications really because when I was going through all the coursework that I had and what would transfer over nicely to another program, it just kind of fit in an odd way. Like I had gotten all the sciences and the like the legwork that I would need to do. I had gotten all of that done. And so I could transfer over nicely into communications, only have to take a couple of extra classes, um, double up for some semesters and take like 18 credits. But it was all going to work out for me to graduate on time. And honestly, I didn't even know what I was going to do with a communications degree. I just wanted to get a degree. I wasn't really that concerned with like what the field was. I just wanted to be able to say I graduated from college. So that's what I did. I just went headfirst into that major. Um, I did end up taking some classes that I absolutely loved. And I thought, okay, I could make a career out of communications. What are the jobs? I don't really know, but I could do this. And shortly after graduating, I actually had about six different job offers to consider. Um, And I kick myself now thinking like, why did you accept the one that you accepted? But that's another story for another day. But I had all these job offers. I'm trying to consider which one I would like the most and which one I could build a career with. And I ended up going with a telecommunications company um, that I would end up working with for about three years or so. 
but I, I took that job and I got to use some of what I had learned in college, but it was to me very much like getting a degree that didn't really matter so much in the work that I was doing because a lot of the skills that I learned, I didn't get to use at all. And I still haven't gotten to use, uh, since graduating. And so once I got to that company, I loved the company. I liked the work I was doing. And so I decided, you know what, I'll just move up through the ranks here and I'll make a career out of this and this will be my life. It wasn't some like huge dream. It wasn't the same passion that I felt about being a doctor, but I figured, you know, like that's what life is. Here's what I'm going to do and that's it. And so that was my plan until I got pregnant. Suddenly, once I got pregnant, I wasn't satisfied with the direction of my life. I wanted to go faster, further, and just want it to be more than just a career. And I felt like adding a baby to the mix wasn't a part of that plan. It it wasn't a part of my big picture plan of success and what my life would look like. So I started to really feel lost and overwhelmed and I felt like I wasn't ready to bring a child into the world because I didn't even know what I was doing with my life. How could I raise someone else when I wasn't even ready to raise myself? So I just felt like it was too soon. And again, if I'm honest, it was always going to be too soon because a baby was not a part of my plans. So I just felt like I hadn't matured enough. I had no career. I wasn't ready. I could have said that to you a million times over. I'm just not ready. I wanted nothing more than to be able to take my life back and just get some control. It felt like everything was spinning out of control. Nothing was going according to plan. Everything was just all over the place. I wasn't the doctor that I had thought I would be. I was now about to become a mom. I was getting married, which I had no plans of getting married. Everything was all over the place and it was not according to my plan. So I just really wanted somehow time to stop me to be able to process everything and then come back and make sense of my life. And I know if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, well, there's a problem with that. And the problem is that time doesn't stop for anyone. It doesn't stop for you. It doesn't stop for me. Life is going to continue full speed ahead, whether or not I'm ready, whether or not you're ready. And this very fact led me into a depression. And I didn't really realize it at the time, but I went through depression before I ever gave birth. So I had depression before giving birth and then I was diagnosed with postpartum depression after giving birth. And That depression was really only, it only came about because I had no control. I had no no control over what was going to happen with my life. I had no control over anything. And as a control freak, there's nothing more frightening than realizing that you are not in control. You are not driving. You're the passenger. Buckle up. You're going along for this ride. That's what led me into depression with my first son. And so the, the crazy thing about this all is that through depression, it led me to who I am and why I was here. 
So while I was so busy trying to control my life and trying to find my calling, life was showing me what my calling was through my experience. But I was too busy looking outside of my struggle to see what was right underneath my nose. And I think it's, it's fascinating because we often have to go through a discovery process to find our calling, to find why we're, why we're here. It's not a search, it's discovery. And I want to quickly just define those two for you so you can see the difference and understand what I'm talking about here. So discover means to find unexpectedly in the course or in the course of a search. So let me read that again. Excuse me. Discover means to find unexpectedly or in the course of a search. Search is to try to find something by looking or otherwise seeking carefully and thoroughly. So here's the two. Through this process of me trying to search and search and search and figure out what I was created to do, why am I here? What is my purpose? What value am I adding to the earth? While I was searching for that, I unexpectedly stumbled upon the calling of my life. And I can almost guarantee that if you're not someone who just says, yes, I know what I was created to do. I know why I was here. All those things like from birth, you're like, yes, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a lawyer. If you're not one of those people, you too discover your calling. Some of us know it right from the beginning. Like I thought I knew what my calling was. I thought I knew. So if you had asked me, I don't know, 15 years ago, then I would have told you, oh, yes, I am called to be a plastic surgeon. I am called to help people to see their beauty and to help them to correct whatever issues are holding them back and all those things to help them to see what's in the inside and bring that to the outside. And that's my calling. And I was passionate about it. But through the process of going to college, not doing so well in that major, and then going through this depression, I actually discovered that my calling was still to help, but it was to help moms. It was to help moms to experience joy through pregnancy and beyond. So I help women with postpartum depression, but I also help women who are struggling with depression during pregnancy. A lot of the times, once we narrow in on the source of the depression, we're able to make our way, make that muddy path out of the depression. And that's exactly what I had to do. And I want to just encourage you, um, if you don't know what your calling is, you don't know why you're here, you don't know what your purpose is, start to think through some of the major struggles, the major hardships, or moments of just extreme joy in your life. Because those moments are defining moments. It didn't just happen by chance. You went through those things as a part of becoming who you are. And a part of who you are 
is why you were put here, why you were on this earth. So if you walk through some of those things, you may discover that your calling has been right underneath your nose, just as mine was. And then you don't have to keep this search process of trying to figure out why am I here? What am I doing? What's, what's the calling of my life? And all these things, because as you search and search and search, it just seems more unattainable. It seems like you'll never figure out why you're here or that you don't have purpose. And when you feel like you don't have purpose, that is a cause of depression. And so I want you to be able to see what your purpose is, why you were created, and that will help you to get out of either postpartum depression, depression at any phase of motherhood, anxiety, all those things. It will be a part of your healing. And so once I discovered my calling, I began the hard work of actually walking in that calling. So for me, that looked like getting additional training. Um, That looked like actually starting to put pen to paper and talk to people or write down rather what I had gone through so that I could talk to people about that and share my testimony and share my story. And so it would look different for you, but that's, that's the hard part of it. Um, is actually getting some sort of plan together of how you start to walk in your calling. Um, And a lot of times that may mean that you have to step out on faith. You have to step out when it feels like, okay, this doesn't make sense. And just to bring it back to my story, um, it didn't make sense for me to try to help someone experience joy through depression when I didn't feel like I knew how to do that. But through doing that, through helping other people to do that, I've experienced joy. So it may not seem like it makes sense all the time, but share, step out on faith, do whatever you have to do to step into that calling once you have discovered it. And then I do want to say that just because it's your calling doesn't mean it's going to be easy. A lot of times we feel like, Well, because it's hard, it must mean that it's not what I'm meant to do. And that's not the case because life in general just has its hard parts. I would be surprised to find anyone who's told me that I have found my calling and it has just been smooth sailing, easy. I've never had one challenge. I know what to do with life. Everything's perfect. I doubt they'd be telling the truth, even if they did say that, because In the Bible, we're promised that we would have trouble. It says in this life, you will have trouble. That's just what it is. And so don't allow that discouragement or don't allow that to be discouragement. Because you just need to resolve that you're not going to give up. At some part throughout this journey, you'll get to a point where you feel like giving up. And that might be right now. You just feel like there's no purpose in going on. There's no purpose in going on. And I can tell you that I've been there. I have been to that point where I felt like giving up. I felt like just giving up on life. Just let me die. I don't want to do this anymore. It's too much. But I want to encourage you because you are unique. As I said in the previous episode, there is no one like you. No one has the exact set of gifts, the exact set of talents. No one is like you. We need you. 
The world needs you. We need your gift. There is someone who is waiting for you to step out in your calling, for them to actually receive the message they need, they need to step out in theirs. People are depending on you. So I hope that that is encouraging to you to know that you are needed, you are wanted. There is purpose for your life. There's a reason that you are here. And through all of this, through this journey with depression, with anxiety, through my struggle, I discovered why I am here. I discovered that I was created for a unique purpose. And now I'm able to live with that purpose. And yeah, I still have bad days. Do not get me wrong. I have bad days. I have bad weeks. It hasn't turned into a bad month recently, but I have those too. And there are days when I feel sad. There are days when I feel overwhelmed. I feel exhausted. But I don't get stuck in that because I continue to remind myself that the world needs me. And I just get up and I get back to work. And that's the point that I want you to get to. Once you realize that you have purpose, you have a unique purpose on this earth. It sets a fire in you. So when you're going through these tough moments, you're going through depression, you're going through anxiety. You just walk through the fire because you know you have somewhere to go. I've got somewhere to be. So listen, The world can be falling or falling down, falling apart around me. And I still have somewhere to go. I've got a mission. I have a life mission. I have purpose. When you live with purpose, you just, you're able to go through things that you normally would not be able to go through. The arrows will come against you. Life will come against you and you're able to go through it. You're able to withstand because you have purpose. So that is my goal. That was my goal of this podcast is to help you to understand that we each have a purpose. We are all created for a reason. As I said before, and I'll say it again, you are unique. There is no one like you. So we need you. We need you. We need each other. And we need the gifts of each one to be able to carry out our missions. So... As you get to the end of this podcast, I want to encourage you again. If you feel like I don't know my purpose, then start to think through those major moments in your life. And you might think through it and you could say, man, this was the lowest moment of my life. I don't want to use that. That's not what I want to use. I want something that's like on the top of the mountain. This is great. It was joy. But that's not that's not all of our story. Some of us have to use those dark things and bring light into the world. That's what some of us are called to do. We each have a different calling. Don't envy anybody else's calling because you don't have their gifts. They don't have your gifts. You are unique and you have your own calling. And I also want to encourage you that if you are struggling with figuring out your purpose, figuring out who you are, what you're called to do, then I want to invite you to apply for a free 30-minute mommy mindset makeover call. In this call, 
we are going to discover the number one thing that's holding you back from living the life that you truly want to live. This is a life filled with passion. This is a life filled with purpose. This is a life filled with joy. And you can apply for that call by going to my website at www.arielwozniak.com backslash apply. That's www.arielwozniak.com backslash apply. And the link will be in the description for this podcast as well. So you can just click that link. But if you prefer to write it down, then that works as well. Go there and apply. Um, Unfortunately, I will not be able to accept everyone who applies, but I will let you know within 48 hours whether or not you have been accepted for one of those calls. I am just one person, so I can't do it all, but I would encourage you to apply. If it's something that's beneficial to you, then I want to walk through this with you. I want to walk through this journey with you and help you to discover your identity and your purpose. All right, well, that's the end of this episode. If you found this episode helpful, please be sure to subscribe. If you know a mom that is struggling, whether this is a pregnant mom, this is a mom of five, whatever it is, anywhere in between, someone who's struggling with depression, anxiety, sadness, overwhelm, passion, purpose, share this podcast with them. I would love to connect with them as well. And as always, (laughs) this is Arielle Wozniak with Defeat PPD. I will see you on the next episode. You have the best day. Bye-bye.